Cash Color Cannabis, a high level of conversation on LiveHipHopDaily.tv. And I got my super special guest in the building, my friend Jay, the erotic storyteller. Jay, how you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. No problem. No problem. <laughs> you know, I've actually been a fan of yours on the low for a little while. And I knew I had a spot open. And I was like, let me shoot my shot. See if I can get Jay on here. You know, all right. <laughs> my shot hit. Yes. And, and now we get to talk about something I actually just learned about. And it's narrotophilia. Yes. Did I say it right? Yeah, I mean, you dig it. I got good. <laughs> <laughs> Neurotophilia is a fetish for dirty talk, sex stories, or conversations about sex. Um, a lot of us actually suffer from that, and rather whether you know it or not. It's not like it's a life-threatening ailment or anything, but it's something that, many, that lives in many of us. Few are actually able to make that into a lifestyle. Yeah. And Jade is one of those people who actually made that into a lifestyle, man. As podcaster, author, event curator, visionary, um, you turned your deepest, darkest desires into a brand. I did. Yeah, so I want to get into that, man. But before we get into that part, for those who don't know who you are, who is Jade, the erotic storyteller in a nutshell? Um, gosh, in a nutshell, um, I am just a sexually free black woman. Okay. Um, living in Atlanta, happy, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a way to describe yourself. That, 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 I mean, well, that's a good way to, to, to describe yourself, actually. You know what I mean? Like, we, we, we're in a period of time where people are coming to understandings about who they are and mm-hmm. kind of what they, what they like, but there's very few people who are still kind of confident enough to just say, this is who I am. Yes. Yeah, so that's dope. I like uh, nasty shit. <laughs> so I, be, I became familiar. I became familiar with you through two other people I know into some nasty shit. My girls, London and Brittany. Hey, y'all got to yes. break it down, man. We know we do this. <laughs> My girls, London and Brittany, over at the Blunt the Podcast. Yes, I love them. Yeah. So uh, while I was talking with London and them, they had oh, they had mentioned that you were going to be a guest, mm-hmm. and so I was like, let me um, jump into this. And they actually mentioned a couple other shows I actually got to know over time mm-hmm. while. I was in Austin for South by Southwest. Um, Passion After Dark, though. Yes. I'm listening to this on part of my 12-hour ride to Austin. No. Oh, yeah, this happened. This happened. As we enter into Texas, everybody's sleeping in the car. I'm like, I wanted to listen to something. But I there are people in the car? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I had my headphones on. So I turned it on. I was like, let me see what she about. And the very first one was, um, I think it was Red Lipstick. Yeah. Very first one was Red Lipstick. And I, I remember actually turning the volume down as if, as if I had it in the car. Like, oh, let me turn this shit down. Yes. <laughs> yes. Jesus, she, gets, she can get graphic with the words, man. But it was dope to hear. Because, again, I like, I like good stories. And I thought right. that you told a really good story. So um, tell us about how Passion After Dark came to be. Um, so it started off with the books, mm-hmm. my erotic books. And then... I said, you know what, I love to listen to erotic stories, but there's not enough platforms where I can hear other black artists sharing their erotic stories um, as far as fiction stories. So I said, well, all right, then I need to create one. (laughs) Um, And so I just was like, fuck it, I can cuss, right? Oh, we cuss all day. Um, But I was just like, you know what, fuck it, let me go ahead and do it. You know, I research stuff every day, so let me figure out how to start a podcast. And I said, why not? People wanted my books to be on Audible, but I was like, you know what? Let me create something a little bit different to bring you guys in. And it went from there. Yeah, that's dope. But, yeah. I, but actually, if I'm not mistaken, because as I was listening to that episode, <laughs> did this actually start off with you doing children's books first? Oh. <laughs> did, did it start off with you doing All right, that so I am still a children's book author and a best-selling children's book author. Really? Um, Congratulations. Yes, thank Congratulations. you. Um, it's not under Jade. Okay. That's my, you know, 
sex name. But, um, yeah, so I started writing children's books in 2015. And I love doing that. But in between time, I needed something to kind of keep my creative juices flowing. Understandable. So I was writing erotica. And I was doing short stories. Um, And then the person, the love of my life was just like, you know, why are you not putting these things out? But I was nervous. I was like, there's no way that I could do both be successful here. People are going to be on me. Like, no, I'm not buying that book for you, my kid. You talking about sucking dick? Like, we're not doing that. Factual. Um, <laughs> and then I realized, you know what? The parents have to read, too. Yes. The parents want to read some something steamy. Um, so, yeah, it did start with children's books. That's crazy. So, yeah. Jade, Jade is kind of like, is like your pen name. Yes, it is my pen name. I'll be real with you. I, I'm, I'm not going to tell y'all my real name on here. It's all good. Cause let me tell you, I've always wanted to actually, um, like, a part of my, a part of like my bucket list is directing a porn, but I want to do it too. right. Yes. I want to do it right. Like I'm talking about storylines. Yes. I'm talking about booms and gaffers. I'm yes. talking about we going to do this sucker right. Yes. And, you got a perfect setup right here. Yeah, we do. We one. do kind of. I don't want to do no porn here. Nah. No. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't gonna do a porn here. But I do. I feel you. And my my pen. My name would be Black Kerouac. Like my my um my director name. Okay, you already got it set up. Oh, I already got it. <laughs> You know, I ain't going to give y'all a full story, but it came very close after college. Very okay. close to actually being able to direct one. Okay. Never happened, though. I'm, listen, I'm all for that. I want to direct my own as well. That's what's up, man. Mm-hmm. So, you, okay, so we do learn that. Um, was it hard, when you initially started coming up with the, with the concept of Passion After Dark, the books and the podcast, was it hard to explain to your family? And I speak that because, you know, what we do here with Cash Color Cannabis, clearly we're 420 friendly. We speak about cannabis topics. Um, that was almost painful to explain to my family what I was doing and speaking out loud every week about like was it the same did you go through a similar situation no because I'm the middle child so I've always been a little out there um and so as I gotten older I started to not really care what people thought and as well as I love my family I love my parents I respect their opinions and things like that but I said you guys don't pay my bills you know what I'm saying like you guys can't be that in control of my life so I didn't really care and then eventually they became fans now they don't read into everything but they just support it but no it wasn't hard that's good Mm -hmm. my sister it was a little bit harder for me to break it to her because she's so like critical of me and you know older older sister okay yeah yeah, but she loves it now. She loves She's, it now. Yeah. She, is, she a, is she a listener? No, she. The first time she listened to my podcast, she said she cracked up because she could just see her little sister like talking about oh these my things. God. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it wasn't. She didn't. She doesn't oh listen. But she's always at my events. Anything that I need, she's there. You know, to help me with. That's what it is. Yeah. You know. So so okay. So it started with the short story. It was started with as being a creative channel for you. Yes. Really, which branched out into the short stories and eventually the podcast. Yes. Um, when you were initially starting the podcast and, and and reading your words and reading other people's words, I need a drink. Like <laughs> how how nerve wracking was that? I'm looking for salt right now. Let me give um, it was it was a horrible experience okay. for me because I'm not a big fan of my voice, even though I get so many compliments on my voice. But playing it back is a different feeling. So I, re- I mean, that one story that I think Red Lips might be like five to six minutes long. Mm-hmm. It took me maybe like 20 times to record that because <laughs> I didn't like the way I sound. Yeah. It was it was painful. It still is now. But now I've gotten to the point where. People love it. It ain't about me at this point. It's about my fans. 
That's but, crazy. So, so mm. you had to repeatedly start off what? over and over and over, over and again. over and over. I was like, oh, I don't like the way I say dick on that part. Oh, I don't <laughs> like the way I say this on that part. So yes, it, it's it's painful and it still is. It's because it's not just reading something or just freely talking. Like I'm trying to, um, you know, get you guys aroused and to really create that feeling and you know that's not easy it's not easy man. <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's not easy but you you've managed to build up a nice um fan base for yourself yes what is a typical listener of passion after dark um what is a typical uh, what does a typical listener of passion after dark um look like or what is, what is that person you know what they look like us they look like our parents mm-hmm. they look like our cousins there i have listeners of all ages all demographics, um, all professions. It amazes me the people who are in my inboxes from married couples to college students. So it's, it's a bit of everybody, which I love. Yeah, speaking of your inbox, because I, <laughs> I follow you online, right? And I like, because you're one of them people whose stories can go from space, space, space mm-hmm. to dots. You know what yes. I'm saying? Because you literally respond to almost every yes. person who comes through your yes. inbox. Um, I'm pretty sure that interacting with your fans is a big part of building up the brand. Yes. How important is it for you to interact with your fans and actually be a person who responds and kind of shows that you're, you're not just this, this, this voice on a microphone? Um, you know what? It is important to me because I follow a lot of celebrities that I wish that I could have that relationship with. And, you know, not even just on that celebrity level, but people who are, you know, we consider to be big time on Instagram, social media, whatever. And I wish I had that access to them. And so I realized how important it is to still have that access to my fans. And they love it. Like they still, I respond to their emails. I respond to almost all the messages, unless it's like dick pics or something like that, then I'll block you. Um, (laughs) But I I enjoy it because I learn so much about the people who are following me. And this kind of helps with my storytelling. Look, and you learn a lot about people's sexual preferences behind screens. Because I'm telling you, when I be on your page sometimes, I'll be like, (laughs) Damn, there's like, some real freaks that follow ooh, me. Ooh, what are y'all doing your regular day? You know Listen, I be looking at them sometimes like, you know you lying. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> then I'm like, you know what? Maybe you're not. No, nah, they not lying. Like, they not lying. This is literally how people get down. Yes. And, and I think that this is a, another reason why what you do is needed. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in a situation now where where people are becoming more open with speaking about what they do and speaking right. about what they prefer, but it's not so open that they want to yell it out loud. No. No, and you, what you give them is kind of a, not only a good ear, but right. somebody who comes off almost like um, somebody who relates to them. Yes, yeah. and I, I show them that you aren't alone. Yeah. You know, you like your toes suck, so do 15 other followers on my page. I'm not number 16. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't number 16. <laughs> you don't like your toes suck? Get away from my do toes. Do you like sucking toes? I would. Okay. Yeah. Actually, let me say, is my wife following? I would. Hi, wifey. Hi, wife. Hey, Sharon. I know he'd be sucking your toes out. <laughs> <laughs> you're so silly. I, you know, but but you're right. Like, you know, there's probably 15 people who, who would not mind sucking on toes. Yes. Like, shh. Who don't mind sucking on toes and don't mind, you know, talking about it. Right. And 15 is a small number because it's way more than that. Oh, I see your page. There's yeah. way number than that because I know you also do a lot of... um. Submit. You let your listeners actually submit yes. in stories. Yes, and what, questions, all that. What's the craziest story that a listener submitted to you? Almost like, can you really read this out loud? You know what? I got one the other day, and I'm going to read it because... Oh, you can, please do. 
Let me see. So I was talking about masturbation recently, and she said she has a crazy masturbation story. And so basically, um, it was her birthday, and she was dealing with this guy, and they were on FaceTime. And he was getting head. So, okay, I'm going to just read it. My craziest masturbation story happened last July. I was away from my B-Day, and this guy I was dealing with FaceTimed me while he was getting head as I was leaving the airport to come home. I masturbated on camera while she sucked him dry. After that, he spent, he sent her a clip of them fucking. She watched it on repeat and masturbated again during her flight. She had on a dress, no panties, and had a blanket over her lap. She said she never came so hard. She needs a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, so she needs a drink. She needs a drink for real. Like we need to get her some alcohol in her system right now. That's wild. Yeah, and that's just one of the stories that I get. Yo, how do you meet people who are open to doing shit like that? Like, yo, not only do we not fuck on a regular basis, but I like you enough that I'm going to FaceTime you, me getting head. See, I think think that comes from communication. Yeah. Because you guys have talked about what you enjoy, Mm -hmm. what you're not afraid of. You know what I'm saying? So, because... If you're not talking about it, I wish you would just call me on FaceTime yeah. with your dick out. Like, wait a minute, bro. Not what? with your dick out. Your dick is so weird. <laughs> yes. Yeah, your dick's and so someone's weird. mouth. Yeah. And you're just calling I me. Mean, I'm going to watch because mm. I'm just like that. But damn. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'm going to block him when we done with this because he's tripping. Jen, you wild, man. You wild. <laughs> um, the, the, the passion after dark is a success, though. Yes. You know, you, you've definitely been able to make it successful on two different levels, the yes. audio and the and the, the book. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, and I bring it back to a level of my own. I know how hard it is to kind of get you to mo- to be able to monetize something that's still somewhat controversial. Yes. And cannabis is something to me that isn't, shouldn't even be a, a conversation or controversy anymore, but it still is. It still is, yeah. And sometimes, you know, some brands are, are kind of hesitant to sponsor with us. Do you run into the same situation as far as monetizing the platform that people like the show, but they're still not, I'm not sure if I could put dollars and let people know that this is what I do or, or this is what I support openly? You know what? Yes and no. Um, I'm realizing that I actually have a fan base. Um, so I'm recognizing those who follow me and realizing that they support me in different ways. So I have a Patreon um, account and I have patrons on Patreon. Um, and then I reach out to people to become sponsors on my show. And so I'm realizing, okay, I do have fans. And so these are ways that I monetize. Like, I'm, I be out there hustling. Like, I bring in my sponsorships for my podcast as well as a platform that I'm on. But, um, no, it hasn't. You know, if I was just only writing books, I'm sure it would still be difficult. Yeah. But because I do so many other things, it seems to... It flows in. Yeah, you're doing a good job because I know a part of the evolution of the brand is um, Girl Talk. Yes. It's Girl Talk, and I attempted yes. to watch one of those today. And you talk about talking about put the volume down. I was like, man, this is like, we already a minute in, man. And we, <laughs> we only a minute in, and I'm, I'm learning way too much about one person. Speak, well, <laughs> yeah, speak to us yeah. about Girl Talk and how that spun off. Um, you know what? So I enjoy talking to my friends and getting to know them on different levels. And so I realized that people are going to want to see this because people want to feel comfortable with also talking to their friends. And so I just wanted to show, bring them into my home, hear the things that I talk about and my girlfriends. And I was like, I'm going to record it. I'm going to put it on my podcast and on YouTube and it's doing good. I'm only on my second um, episode with that. Um, I love it though, because I love talking about sex. 
clearly. <laughs> and it's not a problem. It's not a problem. And that's another question I wanted to ask you. Speaking about sex um, is not an issue. And clearly, no. if you ever go through Instagram, you'll see like almost a million pages of people just, that's all they do. Right. Sex memes all day. Right. I, I, I forward a lot of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But do you feel like we're in a situation where, you know, it's, it's, it's super dope to be able to openly talk about sex, but we're watching it become to a point where it's oversaturated. Uh, the, the market's becoming oversaturated. Um, I don't think that it's becoming oversaturated because we still have an issue with talking about it. Mm-hmm. People are still a little uncomfortable. What I think is that those of us who are actually making a living off of this and we are actually out here trying to help people become more open to talk about sex are being overlooked by people who are just sharing memes and freak stuff because sometimes people will inbox me and be like, damn, you a freak. And I'm like, I sell books. I got a podcast. I got this. I got like, it's more than just this vagina that I just posted on my page or, you know what I'm saying? Like I do post those things, but if you actually take the time to read the caption, you'll see that it's more than that. Um, Stop. Oh, <laughs> you'll get that after. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Speaking of speaking of uncomfortable things, I saw one conversation that was that I knew was going to be uncomfortable the minute I saw the picture. Oh shit! No, it was, it, you probably know what I'm talking about. All right, so I'm watching. This, I'm scrolling down Instagram, and again, I'm at work, so I got to watch what I'm watching. Right. People love walking in my they, office un, unannounced. <laughs> love walking in my office unannounced. But I'm scrolling through your page, and I see a picture of a, of a, of a woman, and she's sitting between two guys, right? Mm-hmm. And she got a dick in both hands. Oh yeah. And I knew the minute I saw that picture, <laughs> I was like, I'm just here for the comments. And, oh, I, you know what? <laughs> I'm just so here for the comments. Somebody sent me that picture, and when they sent it, I couldn't wait to post it. Yeah. I just was like, this is going to stir up so much shit. One of them conversations about the threesome and what, what you the know, male, and, male, female. And why, you know, it's, and I think, and it's always going to be an issue when it comes to dudes, when it comes to that, because this is how. When you look at a threesome with a woman, you see two women doing something. Right. And you watching. Right. What you're seeing when you hear a woman say, I want to see another you dude. You just see him fucking the shit out of your woman. Right. Automatically. Automatically. <laughs> right. Automatically. And you Which can't just get that might happen, but like. Yeah, and you can't get that yeah. out of your head. And that, yeah. I was here for them comments because I'm like, ain't no dude in here going to be like, I'm But cool. you know what? So, <laughs> Not out loud. Not out no, loud. No. They, out they loud. come into my inbox. I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> look, I, I, I've been on this earth a couple decades. I know I've, I've been in many a locker room. Yes. They was in your DMs. They were in my DMs. They weren't yes. in the comments. Though. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. sent me plenty of messages like, "Oh, I'm down," because mm-hmm. it ain't nothing. Like, it don't mean that my dick is touching his. If that's what pleases my woman, then you know, let's make it happen. Oh, they they are they trying to pillow talk in your DMs. Yeah. They tell you what dudes you, listen. Do. Dudes I call know. it a train. <laughs> like, like right. that, that's Which what is dudes so, call it. That's horrible. Exactly. Dudes call it that. <laughs> while women call it like it's a threesome. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it, right. It, it, that's why. A train is more than that. I like how dude, yo, dudes be, I'm even listening to that DM. I'm like, dudes are really up in their pillows talking. Yeah, no, like, they were. Damn, baby, I'm they all were. with it if that's what you with. They were like, is that <laughs> is that a fact? Because I don't know what guys you guys know, but mm. uh, we do this. And we, I'm like, all right. All right, we, who you and y'all? Uh, right, they like, y'all right. actually make this a date? I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, let's pull okay. Up but a lot of women, that's actually, a lot of women really want that. Oh. They want to experience two men. And look, I mean, look, 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 I ain't gonna get it deep into it. But what? yeah, you ain't lying. Like almost, like almost every female I've met or dated or been with intimately has somewhat either 
you can tell, or they would, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. You, you, I don't want to get yeah. super graphic, but yeah. you kind of can tell. Like, I don't know if you'd ever do it in real life, but yeah. See, that's, you love hearing about it. I don't mind talking about it. It's not a fantasy of mine, but. Narratophilia. I don't mind talking about it, because it creates for a great conversation, <laughs> and that picture was just perfect. Yo, and it did. It created an amazing conversation. Yes. So yes. you've been doing this. You've been doing the podcast. You've been doing the books. We got girl talk. You do the events. You've been doing this for now. You say three years now. Yeah, three years yeah. now. What have you learned about yourself after doing all these things um, three years later? Um, besides that, I'm like a freak all the way. I just I I realized that I found my niche. I found where I'm supposed to be because I fell into it so perfectly. Um, and things have been just going, 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 going. And so I realized that I have what it takes to be able to make people comfortable, to get them talking. Um, yeah, I learned so much about myself. That's, that's, <laughs> so that's, much. That's, you know, and when you're done giving people life through your podcast and books and your whole platform. Yes. How does it, how does that, when you get done doing all that, uh, what do you want to be remembered for the most? <laughs> Um, you know what? I want to be remembered for doing my part in starting the conversation mm -hmm. and keeping the conversation going and helping people to find that comfort zone with talking about sex. You know what? I know what you, you know what you are doing. <laughs> You're definitely helping some sex lives get better because I'm sure there's some there's some guy there's some woman out there who literally shows their significant mm -hmm. other. I get that all the time. This page all yep. the time, like hey, they send them my posts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They I've heard people that say they listen to my podcast in bed with their spouse and read my books in bed with their spouse. I just want to like be in the room while they're doing that. You out here being Doctor Ruth? <laughs> <and shit>. <laughs> right. <laughs> listen, Dr. I am Ruth not mad. Doctor Ruthina. Listen, that's what's up. Man. <laughs> So I'm, I'm, I do love the podcast. Again, I'm, I'm definitely a supporter of the platform. Thank you. Um, what's next? Um, I'm working on my third book. Okay. And just continuing to do what I do. I'm just going to keep building on this platform. Um, right now, like I said, working on this third book that I am so excited about. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell you about it. Okay. But it's coming. Um, I have other events coming up in the future. And, yeah, just continuing to grow in this world solid man are you from the, you from cali right yes the bay area what part the bay oakland oakland yes yada da. Yes. you just missed raised me. in richmond <laughs> you just missed somebody man my man brandon my man brandon man he's he's from the bay i told okay. him i said i think i got somebody from oakland coming through yeah today, man. born in oakland raised from in richmond land. yes oh he's from richmond too yeah oh girl she got that soil in. <laughs> that's what's up yeah you know what so you know this is a 420 friendly um situation mm -hmm. Are you a cannabis consumer? I am not anymore. Anymore. However, I do love the whole CBD infused stuff, yeah. like all of that. Oh, they infusing everything from yes, so all kind of yes. stuff. Yes. Yeah. I'm actually doing a review on some arousal CBD oil stuff soon. Really? Yes. Have you tried it out already? I have, and I'll just save that for when I do the review. You can't get a sneak peek? Like, it's um, okay? Or? I'll save that. I have to, you have to follow my YouTube page. I ain't, I ain't gonna knock it, man. Trust me, I'm a journalist. I try to get a scoop. Yeah. It's all no, good. no, no, no. I do appreciate you coming through. Thank I want you, you to let people know how they could, um, how they can catch up with the podcast, how they can learn more about the books, and just learn everything about you personally as Jay, the erotic story. Um, just go to my website, passionafterdark.com, and everything is there. Follow me on Instagram at jade underscore erotic underscore storyteller, and and 
Yeah, let's get it popping. Come in my DMs and tell me some stories. But don't show it no dick pics. No, because I will block you. <laughs> Fast. Pussy too. I'm going to block that vagina as well. Do you get pussy pictures? I do. Like? Yes. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Yep. Titties, everything. I'm sure you get titties like every Tuesday. Yeah. No, actually, I just get them randomly. <laughs> it ain't even got to be. It could be Sunday before they go to church. Damn, I just want to show you these. Yep. Bang. Yep. Let me get in your, let me, let me run your page one day. Listen, Listen, you're gonna be like, you know what? I wasn't ready. Yeah, I probably ain't. I probably I'm gonna ain't. give you that back. <laughs> that's a, it's a bit Jay, much. I appreciate you coming through tonight. Thank, Thank you. Very you. Much. Thank you. And that's Cash Color Canvas, high level of conversation on livehiphopdaily.tv. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna take.